Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Adolescence Podcast. I'm here with my co-host, Braith, as always. How are you going today, Braith? Yeah, not too bad. It is currently Easter Sunday, and I have been treated well. That is good. I hope everyone listening has been treated well during these times, you know. I mean, I think Easter is what we all needed, but I hope everyone is having a happy Easter, and the Easter Bunny has given you some good some goodies you know like chocolate lollies whatever you never know what it could be but i mean due to the circumstances that we are in you know lockdown of course we can't be with our loved ones so that sucks but you know we just have to do what we can yeah yeah absolutely i mean what have you been up to today and much much not much at all well i actually i said last night i went to bed at a very late hour you Um, can say what time you went to bed yeah, 2 a.m. Like, it was bad. Oh, right. It was oh, bad. Man. But, like, you know, oh, um, I actually woke up heaps early today, and I thought I would as well, which is weird. I, oh, it was weird. But I woke up at, like, 9.30, and I went on my phone, and my mum made an Instagram post saying, oh, happy Easter, everyone. And she took a photo of, like, all the things downstairs. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> shit. I, I, I got up and ran downstairs. Just, and I'm like, yeah. You slid down the stairs, or you just, like, Imagine just getting a piece of cardboard or something and just sliding down your stairs. I've always thought of doing that, but I feel like that would be really dangerous. I mean, it's not very stable because, like, it's just, but, 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 like, it's like stairs. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it just, it wouldn't be the best idea, but no, definitely yeah, not. It is what it is. But, um, I mean, today, I think I woke up at, uh, like, I think 9.30. And, like, I just woke up and I just, I just woke up in the worst. I was like, Oh, you know, like I just didn't want to wake up, but then I realized, you know, what, I'll put a smile on my face because it's Easter and um, the Easter bunny did give me some chocolate. You. I don't know why I've kind of been turned off chocolate for a bit, you know, because like, I think it has like stuff in it that makes my skin bad. And like, you know, I mean, I'm pretty sure everyone does care about their skin and stuff like that, but you know. Something that I care about most is like my the way like my face and stuff like that, like my, my skin. So um, I mean, I'll probably just eat the chocolate over time. But yeah, I mean, I also my parents did order me like a jumper, and they said that was like a part of um like a Easter gift, something like that. But I mean, yeah. Other than that, we I haven't really been up to much today. I mean, I've been playing Xbox with the boys, and <laughs> uh, I had a. I mean, I went in in my pajamas and sat at my Easter lunch. In my pajamas, and my parents didn't care, surprisingly. But um, you know that was pretty good. Some pork, pulled pork, stuff like Ooh, that. Oh, that sounds nice. Sounds quite lovely. But um, yes. Yeah, I mean, seeing that the circumstances we were in, you know, it's not seeing able to see like extended family and stuff like that. You know, I think it was pretty good. Yeah, I tell you what, the thing is, I used to not like chocolate when I was like eight. Or nine, I used to get mad presents. Like I got Skylanders, bro. <laughs> oh, that's what I used to get. Oh, Skylanders was the game. Can we take time just to talk about Skylanders? Yes, we have to talk about Skylanders. Okay, Skylanders, so so good, so good. I got the first game. I played the entire game, and I got to the last level and could not finish it. Believe it or not, I did not finish the game. Uh, my first one was like I did. Oh, actually, no, I did have. Was it, was what was the first one? Spyro's Adventure. Oh, yeah, such a game. Game. I had it on the, I had it on the 3DS, you know. This 3DS, I had it on the Wii. I didn't even... I, I swear everyone had a Wii. Is that just right. me? The like, Wii was like the game. The Wii was the console everyone had. 
Mm-hmm. Like Ethan, like it was just so popular. Like it's it's crazy. But um, yeah, um, and then Spyro's Adventure came out 2011. So mm-hmm. I would say back then I would have played it and I would have got to the last level and I didn't get it. I had all of the like characters that you would put on the little portal and then they go on the game. I thought that was sick. Oh yeah. But I never finished the game. I think like five or six years later, I played the last level and I actually beat it like for like easy. Yeah. I, I no, like my favorite one was um either Swap Force or what is it? Skylanders. Swap... Did you have Giants? Oh, Giants was. I I don't know about Giants. Giants was like... is really short. Yeah. The the. Oh, Trap Team. That's the one. I didn't have Trap Team. I had Swap Force and Giants and the first one, obviously. But you know, I think. Yeah. My favorite was Spyro's Adventure because it was like twenty something levels, and they were all like pretty decently long. Yeah. Whereas, whereas Giants had like eleven levels, which is really weird. Yeah, and it seems like oh, there was games like Legos, Di- Lego Dimensions, like Disney Infinity, and all those games like that that had like the little toy characters, like, and they're just not really they're not really out there anymore. Like, and I think like I honestly thought those games were so sick. I don't know why. Like they were yeah, really Disney cool. Infinity was actually a sick game. I reckon that yeah. would have been that I was actually. I had what is it? An inv- what, what's the what's the movie called? The inv- no oh the incredibles the incredibles oh I man like one of their action figures oh it was so sick so sick so good i think oh, i had the dad i don't even know what their names are i haven't watched the incredibles in so long but fun fact is that i was born on the day that the incredibles was the first incredibles movies was released really yeah how crazy is that i was like that's oh, crazy that's kind of cool but i think it was in america so probably a different time here but oh well doesn't but um, but yeah, I think, I think, I think wait, like, did you did you have a did you have a um Nintendo sixty four? Just wondering. No, I the first console I had was a PlayStation. There was it the original or PlayStation two? Oh, play PS two, PS two. Oh, PS two was best so console good. ever. But, oh, you know I had I have to say um Nintendo sixty four because I had um, I would I had Mario sixty four, Mario Kart, I had Star Fox, I had so many good games. It yeah. was so good, but like I was little, so I don't even know if I was playing half the time. I might have, <laughs> I might have been playing with like the disconnected Joel, you know. Oh god! Uh, I I definitely did play, but like I definitely do remember playing like the such fun games. Yeah. And then well, I got, I got the Wii. I don't know when that was released. No. Yeah. I mean, there was there's just like things in gaming and stuff like that. Like that'll always be remembered. Like the Wii, the PlayStation, like COD. What what game was? I don't know if it was Modern Warfare Two or, or like whatever one it was. But like, it was, I think it was Modern Warfare Two. Yeah. Yeah, but that the legacy that had on gaming, and then COD's just fallen off so much since. Sorry to anyone who doesn't really know about gaming. We're just going on about it because um, yeah, we just thought we we're gonna talk about some stuff today. But um, so, <laughs> it's yeah. right. Um, <laughs> I guess the concept of like Skylanders and Skylanders, Disney Infinity, Lego Dimensions, and all those games. It was just something new for the whole gaming industry, I guess. Like, they'd never really seen something like that. Like, you, with Skylanders, like, you had, like, a... What was it? Like, a portal thing? Yeah, you would have a portal, and you put your, like, the figures like on it. And it would go into the game. Like, I thought that was crazy. I thought, like, oh, that, that, that blew my mind as a kid. It was really cool for, like, the time. But, um, I mean, it's just... It's it's really sad that it's discontinued, but I think they should I think they should make something like it again because I a hundred percent play it head. Especially on the especially on the Nintendo Switch. Yeah, 
Um, and like, because Nintendo will probably figure out something like that. And if it was like unique to the Switch, they'd probably get more buys of the Switch and stuff like that. Absolutely. But um, because Skylanders, Skylanders is one of those games where everyone had it. Yeah, like, it I, I don't know how, like, but everyone had Skylanders. Everyone had the Wii except Josh, apparently. But that doesn't matter. But I, I remember getting the Wii. Like, I remember when we first got it. Because obvi- I ha- I bought a Wii, like, two years ago, again, to have it. Yeah. I oh, yeah, it. I remember. Yeah. I got it, like, um, you got the main games, obviously. I got Mario Kart, because you can't have the Wii without Mario Kart at all. Of course not. Um, I, th- I think I also got the, I think I got the one of the Sonic and Mario Olympic games just because I can't could, but I try to get. Well, I, I just want to say those games were so good. So I mean, good. I, I mean, the, the best one was, was. What was the best one? I, I just want to say the Beijing Olympics was the best one. I don't know what. Nah, it was. bro, nah, bro. No, the, no. The, Lon- the London one. The London one. 2012 oh. one. Was that there was... even one for mate? Is was there even one made for Rio? The Rio. Yeah, there was. There was. There's one made. I'm for searching Tokyo. this up real quick. Hold there's on. There's one made for Tokyo. No way. Yeah, there Mario is. And which is Sonic a bit awkward because it's it's one of the top searches. <laughs> oh, what? There is one. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> what is it? Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games, Tokyo 2020. Oh, it released last year. Mm-hmm. Really. Bro, wow. I I had um, I had the first three ones. I had the Beijing, um, the 2010 one, which was a Winter Olympics. Oh yeah, Vancouver. And then I had 2012, and then they started releasing games on the. Or I actually sold my Wii U at that point. That's why I stopped playing. But you know. Yeah. <laughs> no, but um, Nintendo's been they they've just been a huge impact on the gaming industry i tell you huge but um i mean you know they're they're starting to kind of die out because consoles like such as playstation and xbox and i think google is google releasing a console i will look into that because i I think i think they actually might yeah oh google gaming you mean google gaming console that's a tough time google stadia Sorry, Stadia, Stadia, Google Stadia, Stadia, don't know. Google Stadia. Set to launch November 18th. So it's like Netflix, but you just stream any video game you want to play. Google Stadia, Stadia Premiere Edition. Jeez. Up to 4K, whatever you want. The future of gaming. Stadia is available at... You know, 14 countries, but isn't available. Stadia isn't available in your country yet. Please stay tuned as we expand. That's bull. I'm going to get that. I, I'm going to get that eventually. That would be sick. Because, like, yeah. that's pretty much you can play any game you want. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It'd be good. Mm-hmm. Nah, um, I mean, on to other news, I guess. Uh, How do you think the NBA is doing after, like, a month of, like, just being out like have they haven't they started to do like tournaments and stuff like I yeah think, they've been doing like 2k like... they had a 2k they had 2k games today so yeah. if you don't know the nba has been like streaming real nba players at, in their in their homes playing nba 2k games against each other which is great alternative and it's being streamed on like espn like it was yeah. on it was on one day like 
ESPN downstairs for me. Like even over here, they're streaming it because they got nothing else to stream. But you know, it's, I just think they're like taking real initiative. Like yeah. they're actually still trying to bridge to produce things for basketball fans to watch, which is really good. Yeah. I, I think mean, they were also talking about NBA horse. So like people in their own house or wherever they are, um, they play a game of horse, which is like trick shots game against each other. First yeah. is about horse wins or loses. Sorry. I mean, in the break as well, like, I mean, players have been going on a TikTok and when like, I'm just scrolling through TikTok, I see like, Oh, shake. you just Alexander. I saw one of his and, um, Oh, was I see Bronny James as well? That's pretty funny. Yeah, just seeing him, just kind of like it's just chilling and just just doing his thing. But um, I mean, do you reckon with Bronny James with that? Do you reckon he's the future? Or I definitely think he will be a very good player. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I don't, I don't know if he'll be I'm like calling... greatest of all time level, but he'll be very good. Yeah, I mean, if he keeps the way keeps on playing the way he is now, but. I'm older than him. I'm legit older than him. Are you really? Yeah, I'm Wait, older than him. Hang on. He's, he's, his birthday's the 6th of October 2004. Oh, I'm older than him as well. And he's six foot four. He's six foot four. Bruh. He's like a, he's like a foot taller than you. Okay. Uh, Shut up, man. What? I'm so... <laughs> hey. He is, but, you know, that's that's not the point. Really isn't. Yeah. Um, he's six foot. Oh, it says on this six foot two, one hundred sixty five. But I think he's very much grown since then. But he's had offers from Kentucky, Duke, Kansas, North really? Carolina, UCLA, and this kid's only in. Oh, he's in the same year as us, year ten. Oh, like going into his sophomore year at Sierra Canyon High School. Dude, their high school team is so good. They got like Mikey Williams there, Wade. It's great. Wait, is Mikey Williams going there? Yeah, Mikey Williams goes there. Oh, let's see. I what? think he does. Mikey Williams. I think he might be a senior, though. American basketball player. He's our age. He's I'm older than him. Oh, it's 2003. He... 2003, my bad. Yeah, no, he's... um, No, he doesn't go to college yet. Well, no, he's 16. Jesus. It's crazy. And he's, he's, he's all over, like, Bleacher Report. Sometimes he's even on, oh, not on ESPN, but like overtime, he's on that. He's on over well because overtime is just like dedicated just to high school players. I swear, so annoying. Yeah, it gets, do you follow? Do you follow overtime FC? No, I don't. Oh, thank good. That's so bad. I hate it because mm. all they do is they post American people playing soccer, and they're not bad. It's just yeah. they hype it up so much, but like. Yeah. If, if any of my good moments of me playing soccer were filmed, they would be better than what I've seen. Yeah. And that's not bigging me up. Like, I've had good moments, but, you know. Yeah. Um. But <laughs> on that, so, like, I just want to say, like, if you look at the US and, like, how many, imp- like, they, they probably, oh, they have a really bright future. Like, they have Pulisic and they have heaps of dudes in the Bundesliga who are tearing it up. It's weird because they're all like in there in Germany, which is I like. I it's fine, like that's okay. But I just find it weird how most American players end up in the Bundesliga. Yeah, it's it's quite strange. But I mean, it's just 
I guess it's the only places they really get offered. I mean, you don't really see an American. The only American dude in the um, Premier I think the League only, is Pulisic. Yeah, and Pulisic. I mean, he's been he's been a bit under par this season. Season, but I think he, well, he still is only twenty one. You have to keep in mind as well. Like, yeah. but same thing about Nicholas Pepe. Like our friend Luke, he keeps bagging on like, oh, he only scored like four goals. Is this it? Well, he's only like what twenty one as well. Like he he's twenty five, I think, or twenty. He's not twenty five. I know that for a fact. He's like twenty two, twenty three, or something like that. But he that's still young. He he still played good. He still played good um, last season. With Leon, he's Florida. He's twenty four. Twenty four. Turning twenty five this year. Oh man! Oh, it doesn't matter. He's still going to be a good player (laughs) because he played good. Like he just, you know, he joined with like a different coach. You know, he like had to deal with like a coach switch as well as everyone on that team. Yeah. So you know, like I mean, it's tough. Because, oh, Unai Emre, he just, he was meant to come in and be, look, because, like, he had to fill the shoes of, like, Arsene Wenger. Arsene Wenger. Like, that is probably one of the hardest things you can do. Seeming Arsene Wenger is one of the best managers in Premier League history, without a doubt. Without a it, doubt. Like, he legit led a team to go on, like, invincible, like, unbeaten the whole season. Everyone thought Liverpool was going to do it, but then, you know, big up Watford, clutch up. Mm. No, that was a that you know Luke would probably just say oh like oh it just wasn't our day or something. It probably wasn't their day though. I I watched they were not good, but like no. that's like a one one in a hundred for Liverpool, especially this season. Yeah, the season they're having, they've only lost one game all year. Yeah, and one I think it's one draw, one loss, and twenty like something wins. Yeah, 20 something, yeah, they just I guess you just they just got so used to winning or something like. And teams, I reckon teams shouldn't necessarily get used to winning. No, you need to face adversity to overcome when you are actually struggling. Because if you win continuously, when you lose, that really shakes your confidence. Like, it's okay to win, but it's how you bounce back to when you do eventually lose. Yeah, you have to... I guess losing that momentum is very hard for some teams. Mm -hmm. Like, teams, for example... Oh, um... Who's a t- what's an example of a team that had really good momentum then just kind of got caught off guard and they're going like... Um, I guess you could say Sunderland with that. Like, they had good momentum. Like, they were in the Prem, Premier League for, like, a solid amount of years. Like, they they kept on staying up, kept on staying up until one season. They just completely lost that momentum, but they haven't gotten it back. Like, they're now in the third tier of English football. Back-to-back relegations. Like, you couldn't imagine that for a side like Sunderland, who have had so much, like, that were in the Prem for, like, a really long time. Yeah. And the season they went down, Newcastle came back up, which is funny. Yeah. But um, the thing is, it could happen to anyone. Yeah. That loss of form could have happened to anyone. Like, there were talks, like, Arsenal finishing in relegation zone, which was never going to happen. Yeah. But, like, it definitely could happen. It just depends on how Oh, yeah, without a doubt. It could literally happen to anyone. It could have happened to Manchester City because at one point this year they were playing really bad football. Like they actually were. They were, they were playing horrifically. Yeah, for sure. Their defense was just, oh my God, so bad. They just, sometimes they were just all, well, I mean, with Laporte and stuff being injured as well, like that probably had an impact. Mm, for sure. He was there. He's their best center back. 
Mm-hmm. No, without a doubt. Like, and I mean, with Man City, they just buy players and they kind of just sit on the bench. Like that's what they've kind of done with Giacinello, who's a deep, really good player. Who's he? He's one of the he's he's one of the best right backs in the world, probably. But you, they didn't need to buy him. Not not even they're they not even they using him as a rotation yeah. player. They're not even using him as a rotation player. Like he could have just stayed at Juventus and started there. Yeah, I guess I guess what Man City could be doing is they buy young players who are already like worth a lot of money and then they can try and make them better because they play for Man City and then yeah. sell them off. But since they're already buying high-profile players for a lot of money, you're not going to get much profit because, like, say, I think they bought Jacques Conceller for, like, 50 million. You're not going to sell him for, like, 100. Yeah. You're, you're not going to sell a fullback for 100. Yeah. I mean, maybe unless you're buying Trent Alexander-Arnold, but like... Yeah, with Trent being probably... Oh, I don't know if it's a bit of an overstatement, but he's probably one of, I guess, the best right-back in the world right now. Mm-hmm. All right, do you... I, I reckon that's that's fair. Oh, definitely. And, I, I, I swear, and he's, 20, man, he's oh, 21 he, years old as well. And he's already he's doing... And he's like... I think he's almost at the top of the assists in the Prem. I don't know. I'm going to real check real quick. So I, I think, yeah, I think he's top assist. I don't think I think Katie I think Kevin De Bruyne's at the top of it, but I don't think so. He has not played recently. Well, hasn't he? Been, has he been injured? I think he's he's been injured for sure. Yeah, but um, I don't know. Home fixtures results tables. Um, top goal scorers. Top goal scorers. Anything like that? No. All right. Cool. <laughs> um. Oh, here we go. Stats. Stats. Uh, Jamie Vardy at the top of it. Yeah, Trent Alexander-Arnold, twelve assists from right back. That's decent. Yeah, and the and the and a player who has been really good this year, Nick Pope from Burnley. Oh yeah, he's had a, he's he's topping he's topping of top of the clean sheets. Um, ranks number one with eleven in about I think twenty games because. I mean, he, if you're playing in a like... league in the Prem, like it's pretty hard to keep a clean sheet. I think that's without a doubt. Yeah, especially. How many games has he played this year? 29. 20, yeah, I think 29. Let's see. I, I, I just 28, 29. Because like the, well, the season was halted, of course, because of the virus. Um, so he's pretty much played every game this season, which 11 yeah. clean sheets, especially for a team like Burnley, who are very good defensively. Yeah, they, have, they have Tarkowski, Ben May. Tarkowski's a good centre-back. I, I think he should get a call-up for England soon, but... He probably will get picked up for England eventually. Yeah, I mean, because I don't know how what... old he is at this point. I think he's like, he's he's like, I don't know. I think he's twenty eight, twenty nine. Yeah, he's something. around. He's around that age, but he's definitely good enough. But I'll check how old he is. Yeah, he is. Fucking... He's twenty seven. Yeah. So like, he's kind of getting to that age where like he's getting at his peak, I guess. Yeah, he's t- definitely in his peak at the moment. Yeah, but um, Tell else has been a good player, Tyrone yeah. Mings. Yeah, he's been good. I haven't really heard too much about him because I don't really pay attention to Aston Villa that much. All I know is that they're probably going to get relegated. <laughs> um, yeah, but he's I mean, the team. Fun. I mean, the shock of the season has to go to Sheffield, seventh place, and like with almost ten games to go. Like that's crazy. Like Especially with, for them, I, I, I predicted them in my Premier League prediction at the start of the year, which I have no clue what I was like, what my actual prediction was. 
But my prediction was, I think, was Sheffield United to come last, which I'm yeah. sure was like a, on a lot what what a lot of people were also thinking. Like cause thought, they, they were not a thought... team expected to like be anywhere near the top ten. Mm. Like I, I expected genuinely... them to get relegated. Like that's what I thought was going to happen. Yeah, in my personal opinion, I thought Sheffield weren't weren't going to go back down. Like by the signings they picked up, but like at the same time I did. Like I was kind of two sided about it. Yeah. But I think with the additions of like Dean Henderson, who's who who is very much in contention for the England number one role. Oh, definitely. Hundred percent. Like ten clinch. Pickford's just Pickford's just hasn't really been it this year. I I I I probably shouldn't say that, but like Pickford's still a good keeper, but like I He has think... conceded the most goals this yeah. year. And he's I think he's wait, hold on, let's see. Yeah, forty six goals conceded. Yeah, you know, like, and the second is um, Norwich, which I lost. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and yeah, Jordan Pickford has six clean sheets in 28 games. Not great. 28, 29 games. Hold on, but like, that's not even half. I mean, not. I mean, the top of it, it isn't even half. But like, especially when you're England's number one and you're not showing class, like showing why you should be England, like England's number one, like Ben Foster. Who's Watford's keeper has nine clean sheets. Yeah, I tell you what, um, Troy Deeney said something funny about him, who is Watford's striker, if you didn't know. Troy Deeney said something like, Oh, he eats like he eats crap. He barely trains and then shows up on a Saturday and plays amazing. Like that's just what he does, apparently. Yeah, I mean, some people just have are naturally gifted and they don't need to put in the effort to become better. But Well, that just makes you think if he did put in the effort, where would he be? Yeah. And that, like, now I think about it, like, I think if for the Euros, well, because it's next year now, like, for England, like, they could, they have either Nick Pope or Dean Henderson. Mm -hmm. And Pickford, I guess, if you really want to consider him. Like, I'm sorry to bat if Everton fans listening. I know one who could be listening. Um, <laughs> I mean, Pickford's just, I don't know. I guess he just, I hope he improves, of course, like because he's a great keeper and he has he's shown his class in pre. He's years. still young though. He's still young. He's twenty six. Oh, is like, he? Never mind. Yeah. Well, like, young, young in people's eyes, but he's in footballer eyes, he's like in his peak. Yeah, he's reaching his peak in his career. Oh, actually, no. Goalkeepers kind of peak a bit later than outfield players. I, I that's my well, personal opinion. Yeah, yeah, true, true, true. But um, you know, I guess with um that with that. You know, Pickford's just got to keep on working and, you know, just kind of get his um, rep back up. Yeah. Like, the way people think of him, like, the thought of him, like, yeah, Premier League record, 136 appearances, and he's only got 34 clean sheets. He hasn't even got half. Really? Yeah. Damn. And also, like, while we're on this, we might as well talk about, because we've discussed, we might do this, um, Premier League team of the season. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, that's a really hard one. I'll tell you who should be in goal, though. I think that's pretty obvious. Actually, you know, it's probably between Allison um, or Dean Henderson for me. Mm. I'm not too sure, though, because um, I'm not too sure. No, because Allison has 10 clean sheets this season, tied second. Or, which I mean, is tied with Dean Henderson, but Dean Henderson's is playing on a way worse team. Like, Allison does not have to make many or any saves at all. Yeah, because he's got the back line of Virgil van Dijk, Gomez, Robertson, and Trent Alexander, the best defense in the world, in my opinion. Oh, for sure. 
Alex like, Mitchell. 45 the saves. thing with that is that they're fullbacks. Like, they can push up, but they can also make up for it on the defensive end. That's the thing with Liverpool's defense. Mm. Like, the fullbacks can push up and make it back and, like, can come back on defense with ease. And with Van Dyke, he, he most of the time, I think he, like, sits back. I don't really know. I haven't really been paying that much attention. Like, I don't really watch the games. What's game, this so. for? Who's it back? I don't like it's either Matip or Gomez, but Matip's been injured. Yeah, so it's been Gomez a lot this year. Yeah, yeah, and Gomez is he's he's really been showing his class. Mm, he's a and, good player. Yeah, I reckon he he should be picked up for England soon. That's what my personal opinion. Not soon. He'll play at the he'll play at the Euros. Yeah, eventually when that does happen. Yeah, and someone who I think is I think David de Gea. You know, I think he's been picking up his form a bit this season. Obviously, Man United have been, for, like, for the past couple of years, you know, like, they've just been not them usual selves. Like, not the te- you're not the Premier League title-winning teams. Like, not the time, not the Premier, like, not the Man United we saw last decade or, like, two yeah. decades ago now. Wow, that's crazy, this thing. Like, no, the 2000s, like... 2000s Man United, the dominance they had. Yeah. Yeah, because um, I'll tell you what, um, De Gea at the start of the season towards like the middle, not not a good player, not this year anyway. Well, but it's like really picked of... it. Yeah, he's they've they've picked it up, Man United, um, like as a whole, and I think momentum like was with with them, but it's just unfortunate this season had to um discontinue, like yeah. be postponed. Because they actually had a lot of momentum going. Yeah. I think they won like six of their last seven before the break. Or I'm not yeah. too sure. Wanna, something just, like that. Yeah, I just want to say a big imp- impact on that was the signing of Bruno Fernandez. That was a brilliant signing on their part. He's a Great very, time. I think he's a very good player. He, the, like the way he just he just plays. Like he just plays as a normal number ten, and like he can add goals if he wants in. Like. And like, hold on, let me check his stats while I'm in the prem, if that's okay, real quick. All right, so if we're gonna do our team of the season, who do you have? Who do you have in goals? Because I've got Henderson in goals for me. Um, do you want me to write it down? Or? I've got. I'm writing mine down, so you can do it. You feel? I'll put it in a Google Doc real quick. But um, Google Docs. Sorry about this, guys. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, for my probably I'd personally pick um. I, I personally would pick Nick Pope. Don't know why. Yeah. I, think it's just... been, I think he's been very good this year. You know, I think I think it's just what Burnley need. Unfortunately, like, they'd have Joe Hart, and Joe Hart's career has just, like, fallen apart for now. <laughs> like, oh, for sure. Ever since, like, he was kicked out of the door at Man City because this, this, this keeper, what's his name, Edison? <laughs> came, yeah. came into play. Like, he just have, has been, like, unconsidered by, like, everyone. Like I th- and like he's getting old now as well. So, but um, who do you have at left back? Who do I have at left back? Um, I think there's no questions asked. <laughs> I think there's no questions asked. Um, Andy Robertson. Andy Robertson. I think he's. I think both fullbacks are a lock. Yeah, best left back, best right back in the world right now. Like I don't think there's anyone that compared to them. Like, Try like Robertson can. Like Robertson can. He can attack the ball well if he wants. He can push up field and he can whip a ball in. Both of them can. You know, and they had the, and Robertson does also have the speed to drop back on defense as well. Like he can I, come back crosses and stuff like that. I think Robertson's a better defender. Like Robertson, oh, yeah, I of course. Him. I play I left think. back this season, so I've watched like, um, I've watched a lot of like Robertson's like highlights, and 
like someone breaking down, which I think is really important to do. Like to even because even though you're not playing, you can still like get a better understanding of the game that you're playing. So I've watched a lot of Andy Robertson how he plays, and he is like really smart. He's good in attack. He's probably a better defender than he is in attack. But like in attack, he's still very like still very like prolific and like dangerous. Yeah, of course. But with Trent Alexander Arnold, who I have it right back as well. He is just so good in attack. He doesn't even really need to defend as well. Like he can kind of stay high. He can defend, obviously. He has to. It's the Premier League. But like he definitely can. He definitely does. And will get what he makes up for in defense, he can put into attack. Oh yeah, definitely. Like I think with him, he can he's he's just pure class. And like I wouldn't be surprised if a I think he will stay at Liverpool for a really long time. I don't ever see. I don't, him I don't think him leaving. No, no, I don't see him leaving either. Like he seems like well, because he's 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 a scouser. Like he's been there his whole life. <laughs> yeah. And oh, the scouse accent is pretty funny. But let's not talk about that right now. But yeah. Um. Also, a honourable mention at right back would be Wan Bissaka. Yeah. For sure, he's been really good. He's the best defender, like one-on-one defender in the Premier League, easy. Yeah, but I, oh, he's been, he's been good. I would say, like, I would say he's been good this year, but I think people expected a lot more of him. Really? He's, like, 20 years old, though. Like, yeah, I know. Yeah, he's the I best one-on-one defender in the Premier I'm, League. Like, I feel like that's my enough. my personal opinion. I yeah, think I know. people, Man United, like, Man United fans would say he's better than what's-his-name. Bloody Trent Alexander-Arnold, without a doubt. Which is not true, but it's, like... I don't personally believe that, but people nah. can they want. Um, but, you know, just... He's he's pure class. Like he's pure. Both of them are pure class right backs and stuff like that. You know. Yep. But um, who are you going for your centre backs? Virgil Van Dijk, obviously. Yeah, Van Dijk, of course. I mean, but um, I mean, he can't. He obviously hasn't really continued the form from last year. Like he's obviously he did he has been dribble past this year. But um, I think he's still he's still he sh- has shown this year why he is the best centre back in the world. In yeah. My- and it's like it's hard to keep up that reputation of being the best defender. Like it's hard to be the best player. Yeah. And like keep that up. Like it's just only a certain amount of players can do that. Like Messi's like one of the only players who can do that. Um, but you know, Van Dijk is still playing it. He's still the best defender and he's playing like it, but he's not playing to the standard that he was showing last season. Yeah. But he's still like the best player, and like there's still a massive gap between like the second best centre back and Van Van Dyke. Like that's still a fact. But, yeah, you know, if people put so much high expectation on him to play like this for the rest of his career, which is obviously not going to happen because like, yeah. there's th- there's things like age, um, injuries, like, just stuff like injuries, that. just and just like match form or whatever, like form, like how you're actually playing, like it can dip up and down. But, you know, yeah. he's still playing like he's the best defender. Yeah. So. I mean, I think also for, like, another right back, possibly. Yeah. Ricardo Pereira. He's been brilliant. Mm. He's been yeah. really good. for. I mean, Leicester as a whole have been really good, too. Like, I think you've got to take that in consideration. That's why I was going to put... um, I was going to put Johnny Evans, but I have considered it. But I think I'm going to put Toby Alderweireld. He's been really good. for. Uh. I mean, Spurs have been pretty under par. Actually, yeah. no, I don't. I actually, maybe now I think about that. <laughs> okay, I was gonna say, well, come on, man, Toby Alderweireld. Like, I'm an Arsenal fan. Like, oh, yeah. hate Spurs. 
I can't really think of another center back. Like I, oh, I have. I, I put Tarkovsky. I was gonna put Tarkovsky or Ben Mee. That's what I was gonna do. But I, I one of the Burnley defenders will do. Yeah, I think I'm gonna put Tarkovsky as well. I don't have a love affair for Burnley just because I put two of their players in already. Yeah, but um, Tarkovsky, he's been he's been good this year. He's been really good, and I think he should get a call up for England for his um. What is it? James Tarkowski. It's spelled like Tarkowski, isn't it? Tarkowski. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's the backline done. All right. Um, All right. How, how? What? 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 What are we doing? Four, four, two. Four, three, three. Four, three, three. All right. Too easy. Um, De Bruyne, a... obviously. Yeah. See. Okay. De Bruyne is a box to box midfielder. I don't care. I think I would consider him a box to box midfielder. I don't. He does it. He doesn't have to, but he does it. Yeah, he is a box to box midfielder. He does. He's not necessarily good at defending. Well, he is. He's good, way. but he's not like. Well, he's not like the best, especially on uh, his team. Uh, he's definitely like, good. Yeah, one person that I definitely am putting in this. Wilfred Ndidi. He's been very good this year for mm. Leicester. You don't yeah. think so? You don't, oh, you oh, no, he's, no, he is, but I don't know if he makes it to my team, you know? I had De Bruyne, Jordan Henderson. Yeah, that's who I was gonna put. I think I was just gonna put Jordan Hendo. Is just proven why he's mm, he's, he's been crazy. Player. He's one of the best holding midfielders. He, he, I reckon he might be player of the year. Like it really does depend. Like, like most people would. Like, I I reckon he could. I reckon he's definitely up there. I think Jordan Hendo is just so underrated. Like yeah. everyone's like, oh, he's the worst player on that Liverpool team. Like, no, if if he's not in that team, that team is nowhere near the same. Yeah. Like you you can you can see it and like did he play in the the Champions League round of sixteen fixture? I swear he didn't. I don't know. I don't think he did. And you they lost. And because, especially because he's the like the captain of Liverpool as well. Like he's been big, the leader for so so many years now. Yeah, ever since I think ever since Stevie G retired, I think he's been captain. Yeah. You know, and he's and he's taken that role in so well, and he's like made himself such a better player because of it. Hmm. And um, I think he, I think he could be in contention for PFA Player of the Year. But he's up there for sure. Um, but Kevin De Bruyne, he's he's just class always. Wilfred Ndidi has he's been very good on the defensive end. If you look at some of his stats, he's been very good on the defensive end. Like if you look at um tackles, yeah. he's he's got the third most tackles in the Prem and most for a centre mid or a midfielder in the Premier League this season. Yeah. And I think not necessarily clearances, but like. Passing, I think he's been good with that. Oh, not really. Actually, now look at it. Ooh. But um, oh, Van Dyke's been one of the. He's he's had the most completed passes this season. Fair dinkum. Twenty five hundred. Oh, that's who I could have put in there. Soyinku. He's been really good. Oh, Soyinku has been sick. He's been very good. That's you know what? I'm gonna so I'm gonna switch it up. I'm gonna put Soyinku in there because he's been really good. He's in, yeah. he's expanded his game heaps mm-hmm. this year. He's become a very good. He's not necessarily quick, but he's very good on the defensive end. He's very strong, and he can he can he can get that ball. He can get that ball. Yeah, that's one thing I've definitely noticed with him. So yeah, something Soyuncu. Let me just find his. I don't even know what his first name is. I think it really matters. <laughs> but I'm just gonna look at his stats real quick. But um, yeah, Soyuncu is. View all. Hold on. Sorry, guys. Um, defense. Yeah, tackles and stuff. I think he's he's not high, but he's definitely up there. He has a massive impact on that team, though. Like yeah, ball he playing, 
He's really good. Oh, I just forgot. He's someone. so strong as well. Who'd you forget? I was gonna say James Madison. Oh, he's in mine. He was in mine. He was in yours. Madison was in mine. So my midfield goes De Bruyne, Henderson, and James Madison. Did you oh, see his goal against Spurs earlier this season? Oh, that was. He was Ooh. injured. Ooh. He was injured at the time. I saw him go down, and then two minutes later, he gets he. he two minutes later, he just perseveres and scores a goal from twenty five yards out. Like, yeah, come on, man. It's he's just been absolute class. Mm. But um, oh, the strike force is gonna be really hard. You can put strikers, left wings, whatever. You can put as a... it's just the best three forwards. Yeah, so. Yeah. I've got Mane, obviously. Yeah, Sadio Mane. Sadio Mane. Sadio Mane. Um, I had Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang. I mean... He's second, he's second in goals, and I feel like he's just way more important than to Arsenal than people realise. Yeah, he's... I feel like without him, important. Arsenal are nowhere near the top 10. Yeah. Just because, on, just because of the way they've been playing. And I tell you who I really like don't like how he's been used, Lacazette. I feel like he's been so mm. underused in my opinion. Look, I, I think I Lacazette I don't even know. Like I, I just feel... I just feel like it was unfair of Arsenal to bring in Aubameyang, even though it probably was necessary. I feel like Yeah, because they had they lost Sanchez, their best player, to men to their like one of their rivals, you know what I mean? Definitely. Like uh, but Sanchez is oh oh he's had a fall from grace. Yeah, but I'm just saying like I don't I feel like bringing in Abamyang has made Lacazette a better player but a less effective player. Yeah, he's playing he's not playing his natural position a lot of the time. Yeah, and Abamyang's playing has played a lot of left wing, left wing, and, and then, wait does does Lacaz- oh doesn't Lacazette wait where does Lacazette- it, where do you mean? Like, as I play striker, but, like, I don't I know if he's say. actually been playing. Like, he comes off the bench a lot, which is really un- unfortunate. Because yeah. when we first signed him, I'm like, okay, here's the 20 goals a game. Here's the 20 goals a season striker we, we, we've been yeah, looking for. Like and he's, was, sub- oh. he's struggling to get 15. Like, no, but he is a class striker. I remember he's that so... when he was in when he was in League on. League on With Leon. He was, Leon, he was he was crazy good. He was amazing. Like, he was, def- he was the best striker in that league at one point. Mm. Even, before, well, before even when Zlatan was still playing. Yeah. He he single-handedly proved why he could, like... Because he combined... He was, he's fairly strong as well. Like, he combined mm. strength and good shot to be... Like, and, like, because he's not necessarily tall. He's, I don't even know. He's, like, five foot nine. But I'll tell you what. I've, 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 I watch a lot of Arsenal games. You know that. Yeah. Um And about... No. Um, like I said, like, just... It doesn't matter if you scores... He always puts 100% in. I know, like, that's probably expected of a Premier League striker, but literally every single time the back line had the ball, you saw him sprint towards the centre-backs to press. Every yeah. time. He's so good on the ball. He didn't he give was, up. He never gives up. Like, his link-up link play with the midfield for Arsenal is so important. He's so good off the ball and on the ball, and he, I feel like, he doesn't need to score to be effective, but I would just like to see him score more goals because that's his job. He's a striker. Yeah. But, um, I, yeah. I'll name my three. I put Sadio Mane, mm-hmm. Jamie Vardy, yeah. and Sergio Aguero. I hate Aguero. Oh, uh, lots of people. But Aguero, he's... <laughs> he's a really good player. Definitely he's one of the best strikers. He's one of the... 
Yeah, he's one of the best Premier strikers the Premier League has ever I seen. Hate him. Hate him. I mean, with Jamie Vardy though, like nineteen goals in like twenty eight games, like he's been absolute class. I like, think Leicester just deserves an, a standing ovation. Like they've been very like they've brought that form from two thousand the two thousand sixteen season back. But like Which, now they have now they have the players to actually do that. Like they have Indeedy, they have Madison, they have Vardy. That Vardy is that twenty goals a season striker. And Vardy, if you look at his stats from the past three, four years, he's one of the most consistent strikers in the Prem. Absolutely, definitely. Hang on, let's see how many goals he's scored in recent seasons. Yeah. So, um, fifteen, sixteen, twenty-four, sixteen, seventeen, thirteen. Still mm. not bad. Seventeen, eighteen, twenty, eighteen, nineteen. 18 and then this season 19 and 26 games yeah if you see like he's been a consistent striker his whole time he's been like in the time Leicester's been back in the prem absolutely like of course he hasn't been at the same form as like he was when he was playing in um that that the season where Leicester won the title 100% my favorite prem season ever 2016 was just the best year yeah, 2016 was a great year. Let's, that's another. That's a topic for another time. Um, but like Vardy is, con- I think he should be considered one of the best strikers in the league. Like who? Jamie Vardy. Yeah. Yeah. Without, yeah. Maybe not like technically, but he's 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 a good player. Yeah. But 100%. like he just goes, he gets you goals, especially when you need it. Yeah. Like he just he just delivers when need be. But um, what was I gonna say? Uh, I mean that's I'll just read out my whole Premier League team of the season. I'll follow. So that. I have in my in goals obviously Nick Pope. I mean he's been good all season. You know eleven clean sheets, just what you want from a keeps. Um, Trent Alexander Arnold, Virgil Van Dyke, Soyuncu, oh something Soyuncu. Don't I really know his first name? Andy Robertson <laughs> in the midfield. We have Indeedy, Jordan Henderson, and Kevin De Bruyne. Um, in attack, we have Sadio Mane, Jamie Vardy, and Sergio Aguero. All right. That's good team. Like, yeah, on paper it is. But, like, I guess I do want to put an – oh, I just don't really know anyone else who I could put in. I would say Salah, but – No, I don't uh, – Salah just makes too many bad decisions. Yeah, in he's my not opinion. a very good decision maker. But... Uh, so, yeah, my team is uh, Dean Henderson in goal. Yeah. Um, Andy Robertson – Virgil van Dijk, James Tarkovsky, um, Trent Alexander-Arnold in the back. Yeah. Um, midfield, De Bruyne, Jordan Henderson, and James Madison. Yeah. And forward, Sadio Mane, Pierre... What's his name again? <laughs> yeah, Enrico. Aubameyang, that's his name. God, I can't believe I forgot that. And um, Roberto Firmino. Because Firmino is just so good to watch. Yeah, I mean... Uh... It hates for me to say this, but like, I mean, he's has he's been he's like Firmino is good without a doubt in my mind. I just think, oh, I don't know how to explain it. Like, I always get attacked for saying this, but like, I think Firmino this season has like he's been good. Oh, without a doubt, like he's a great player, but like I just think he hasn't been at the standard that everyone thinks he's at. What do you mean? Well. I mean, okay, my friend Luke is about to go off of me for saying this. But <laughs> look, Firmino has eight goals. Yes, that's good. That is good. 
But because he, he's because he's a false nine, that's what Firmino plays. He drops back on defense and he goes and attacks. Like he's not necessarily meant to go and score goals. But oh, I don't know. I just think for me, like Firmino is great. He's class. He's good. No, without a doubt in my mind. But like he's obviously there are. I don't know how to explain it. I just think it's hard to it's hard to talk about. It's hard to. Talk it's about. just his effort. I yeah. think his effort and what he does. Besides scoring goals, like he still scores goals, like yeah, he I still just, would I score fifteen I goals just... a season. But you know, that's not his role to score goals. That's what Mane and Salah he will kinda, do. He just kind of he... runs around the whole pitch. That's what he does. Like he's yeah, more he... of a. He yeah, is he a just plays line. that role. Yeah, he plays that role, line. and he's the playmaker. Like I don't know how much assists he's got, but I assume it's like at least plus five, surely. Yeah. I, that's I, I think he's got eight goals that. and seven assists, so he's had fifth. Oh, pardon me, fifteen goal involvements all year. That's pretty good. Yeah, I'd say that's good. But like, I feel like next year, next season, or soonish, or whenever the prem goes back, I feel like they should play him as more of a number ten. I think that's where you feel more natural. Yeah, and they've also like been linked to Timo Werner, and if that's oh, the case, that, he'll like, have to. If that's the case, he'll have to play ten. Yeah, like I don't think they could give up. Timo Werner, like Timo Werner, has been probably top five striker in Europe this year. He's been class for Leipzig. Like, let me look Absolutely. at his stats. Absolutely. Like he's had, he's been he's been Bundesliga Player of the Month twice. I'm pretty sure. That's crazy. Like, and he's he's just he's absolute class. And I think he I think he's going to get that big money move that he really wants soon. That's my personal opinion. I think I do think that will be to Liverpool. I think it really would be to Liverpool, Chelsea, or Atletico. I don't know why. I feel like Atletico would pursue him. I feel like- no, Atletico are going to get um Cavani. I don't know why they get Cavani. I don't like Cavani. Cavani, I don't... But I he's just a think- goal scorer, but I feel like that's about it. That's all he can really do, because he's fairly... Like, he's starting to slow, get, get a bit slower. Yeah. Like, but... Kalani's just not it. But um, with Timo Werner, he has 21 goals and 7 assists in 25 games. So he has 28 goal involvements in 25 games, which is very good. Jeez. That's in the Bundesliga. That's only that's just in the Bundesliga. 21 goals. So he has He's got goals, goals in the Champions League as well. So all that. around, I'll probably just get like his all of his stats. Um, I think this whole year, so he has 21 goals in the Bundesliga. Two in two in the DFB Pokal and four in the Champions League. So that is 27. 27 goals and 12 assists in um, 36 games. So that's like, that is very good. I think he's, Timo Werner is probably, I reckon he could be the future, definitely be the future of um Germany. Germany. He's going to be up top for Germany for a real long time. Mm-hmm. But um, because he combines quick, like he combines his speed with his with his natural attacking ability. Of course, being a striker, and like he can he like people know he can be a prolific goal scorer. Yeah, and he's a, he's he's a good player. He's a very very good player. All right, I just want to take a break from all this football that's going on right now. I just yeah, want to ask, been... yeah, I just want to ask you this question right now. What is your favorite? Your favorite music album. I'm just interested because I don't actually know what it is. 
Oh, wow. Because um, <laughs> I don't know if you listen to a lot of music like I do. I would say I've listened to like at least 35 albums. In my oh, lifetime. I don't personally like just one album, but like, I mean. Well, who's your favorite artist? Like what's like, what just tell, tell us what, tell us, tell us what you're into. You're right. Um, well, to put it in perspective, my top three artists last year were Kanye West, um, Tyler, the creator, and I think Playboy Cardi was in there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I just kind of listened to R and B, hip hop, rap, all and that kind of stuff. But like, and but of course I do listen to like Sticky Fingers, indie and all that. Like I still I do love that. Like that's a really good type of music. But I like it as well. But I like I've never really got into it. Like I want to, but I don't know where to start. I feel like starting with Sticky Fingers would be pretty good. Because Sticky know. Fingers are a popular, like, they're just a popular band and everyone kind of knows who they are and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Because someone asked me, it's like, oh, have you heard of, you, you listen to Sticky Fingers? I think I think my sister asked me, it's just in Sticky Fingers. I said, no. And she, like, tried to hit me. I'm like, Joe, calm down. <laughs> I mean. Also, I actually, do you know who Flume is? Yeah, Flume are good. They're, I see them as more of like a, um, what is it? Electronic. But like, yeah, because um, my sister was like, "Oh, do you know who Flume is?" No, and then yeah, she tried to hit me again as well. I'm like, I've, I've never oh, heard a Flume. Hold on, I want to play a Flume song, but I probably shouldn't. No, we're not playing Flume song. Also, Flume, um, rushing yeah. back, you know, rushing back. And yeah, I, rushing back. I don't like the, I like this, I like the singing. I don't like the beat. It feels weird. It feels like offbeat and weird to me. Um, what's another song? Oh. But like, I didn't know that was Flume. Like. Yeah, but they're like he's. I think they're. I don't know if they're a band or a producer. I'm gonna quickly. Search. I think it's. I think it's a producer. Yeah, but um, I mean, Flume. Yeah, record producer. He's. It's just one guy. Harley. Harley Edward Stretton. St- okay. St- Stretton. Yeah, Stretton. Is that is yeah. that the name? Yeah. Never be like you and say it and stuff like that. Or you know, would you? But say they're, they're all like songs that, I've heard. Uh, uh, I just did not know it was Flume. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, I mean, no one really pays attention to the artists these days, but yeah. And, um, I'll be honest, I do listen to like that type of music as well. I I do like my fair share of R and B. You know, that does get the soul moving. R and B is really good. I think really it's good. good. There are some talented people like um Black. He's really good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Chris Brown. Chris Brown, bro. Oh no. god, we don't actually. We shouldn't talk about Chris Brown on this. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, just, just want guys. Just want to quickly say that. Um, don't Chris Brown anyone. Uh, uh, Tory Lanez as well. I reckon Tory Lanez good... is good, but yeah, yeah, Tory Lanez is good. Oh Have god, you... that, Quarantine I, Radio. Quarantine Radio is. I'm so, so I'm so sick of that song. The Take. God, he. The what? The you know the song The Take. It's got him and Chris Brown in it. Oh yeah, I don't like that song. No, it's like um. It's like his sexual fantasies or something. I think that's the way to put it. But it, it, that's all he raps about, pretty much. There, that's all he <laughs> yeah. about there. That's literally his like. It's like it's like Pusha T rapping about drugs. Like that's oh. what Tory Lanez does. Yeah. What I was gonna say. Um, Drake released a new song. Tusi Slide. I think I did. it's very catchy. Oh, I really, I like it. It's so catchy, and I it's, do not like it like that. But like, I think it's a good song. I think it's. Oh, for sure a good song. Like, it's got the... Oh, I love the beat. Like, it's like... <laughs> like, I love that. I don't know how... I, I was like two C's a professional dancer. Oh, really? Actually, I didn't know that. I looked up 
Tusi's so then he said Tusi at like towards the end of the song and I'm like, oh who's Tusi? I looked it up and he's actually a professional dancer. And oh. then Tusi must have created the, the dance or whatever. So I just guess that's what he named the song after then. I mean, fair enough. But yeah, like I was saying before, like I, I like R and B, I listen to you know, mostly hip hop, that like trap, most of that. Um, and I think my top three artists last year was three was Playboy Cardi because you know you can't live without it. I mean, some people can, but it's well, like I think people don't like Playboy Cardi because like it's selective listening. Let's be yeah. honest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I guess you yeah, have to have a, a, a. It's an acquired taste. Yeah. Um, two was Travis Scott, like. I am very. Oh, Travis Scott. That's who I was meant to say. Man, he's oh, he's so good. I love him. I love but, him. But um, are you wait? And so... my number one was Joey Badass. Joey Badass is really good. He's oh really... my god, made... his album. He made a such good song with um, what is it? He made a really good song with a uh, X X X Tentacion. Oh, um, eight 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 Infinity. Yeah, that is a great song. I made an I made like a basketball edit to that song. Yeah, I know. It's really good. Yeah. Um, but well, I, I'll tell you what, 1999 by Joey Badass is my favorite album all time. Never going to change. It's all I've been listening to for the last month. And he was, it was made in 2012. So he was 17 when he made it. Yeah. And um, I'm like, like, oh my God, I, I'm so far behind at this point. Not like, necessarily. Not necessarily, but like you, you know, just gotta keep it up. You just gotta keep on going at it. Just do, just do little things and like chip it, up, chip little things off every day. You know what I mean? I know, but like nineteen ninety nine to me is like just the craziest thing. Yeah. Like the wordplay, like the beats he used, how he flows, and all of them is just so good. And like, I don't think my mind's ever gonna change on my favorite album. Like nineteen ninety nine for me is just crazy. Uh, yeah, of course. But um, to move on from music, we might actually get into those Q and A questions because we only got three, which is okay. That's fine. But we, we weren't expecting answer. like a hundred, but like you know, we were, we were expecting like maybe a bit more. But um, it's it's, okay. we'll answer those questions. So Alex Vanderkallen o zero four five six two asks, "What do you think of Scomo?" Um, we don't like to talk about politics on this podcast, so we're not going to answer that. No, I'm sure I mean, he's a great guy. I'm sure he says lovely, you know, very nice person. <laughs> um, I mean, he's just kind of we'll, we'll talk about politics. I mean, he's just kind of he, made... he tries his best. He tries. Okay. Let's just keep it at he tries his best. He tries his best. Whether his best is good enough or not good enough, that's up for you to decide, but not us. Uh, yeah, of course. Um, so Thomas underscore Mar04 has asked, what, is, what was your inspiration for starting the podcast? I mean, I guess it's just like, you know, something to do, especially yeah, like this. I guess and we've just, been talking about this a lot as well. You we, yeah, we've been talking, well, like with the podcast, we kind of just, we'd been speaking about, like, we've always thought of doing it. Like, I think we've been thinking about doing it for a really long time. Like, I'd say like one, two years, maybe. Mm. Like, we were gonna do it like we were gonna do it like as our friend group, but I but we kind of realized that like we probably as well just start off a bit small. But um, I guess like one night I was talking to like we were, me and Brace were just on Facetime as usual, and like we yeah. just kind of just were like, do you want to do a pot? Like, do you want to like what would you think about doing a podcast? And he was like, I mean, we've been speaking about it heaps, and you're like, I mean, sounds yeah. sounds awesome. Like we we'd love to, and like we just discussed how we were gonna do it because we didn't really know what to do. Like all we had, all we really knew was that we had to record it. I feel like I think you um would have googled something about um yeah I was like talking- how to record a podcast. You found Simplecast, 
and then we got Skype and just recorded our conversation. So to put in, so to, if you guys ever want to like start a podcast or whatever, I don't know if you do, but like if you do, I'd suggest go to link to a website called Simplecast. So you can get a RSS feed, which is pretty much a thing which like people like Spotify podcasts, Apple podcasts, Google, Google or pot, any podcast website can go and look at it and see what you're about and let's say they can approve, approve of you or not. And pretty much also Simplecast does give you a website to put your episodes on yeah, to listen to. And yeah, I guess. And then we just kind of just looked into that. Like I'm doing what I doing kind of what I can for that. And then, um, yeah, we just kind of looked into it and kind of just expanded to Spotify, like, and all that. But um, I guess the inspiration for it, like, we just kind of had always been thinking of it and, like, kind of just one night we just kind of put pen to paper and started. We recorded at such a late time. I think we started, like, 10.30. Yeah, our first episode was, <laughs> like, very late. Like, I'd say... Josh was using, like, his... It was 10.30. I was using, I was using like... Cause, like he was using I his wear, headset, like, yeah. Yeah, I was using, like, a gaming microphone, so... Cause I already had a microphone cause like I'm into music and all that. I didn't really use the microphone all that much. Cause you know, I'm not a rapper, but you know, I had my mic and I just thought, you know, I'll, I I'm already like, if we decided to start a podcast, like I already had a mic for it and I, I would sound good. And yeah. after the first episode, we agreed that Josh, you know, didn't sound great, but like you could still understand him all that on all that, but yeah, you know, so... he went out and spent his own hard earned money to buy a microphone for you yeah. guys. For sound quality. For sound quality. So, um, but yeah, inspiration for the podcast, we kind of just were thinking about it and that wasn't really inspiration. But like, I guess people we listen to, like people such as Misfits, the Misfits podcast is really funny. Uh, I used to listen to a bit of Joe Rogan as well. That was pretty cool. That dude's funny. He is pretty funny. But um, also, I mean, I just used to like listen to fo- like soccer podcasts and like, I mean, it's not necessarily a podcast, but first take, like talk shows and stuff like that. Oh, I yeah, guess first talk take, shows um, would have Undisputed with Skip and Shannon. Um yeah. Colin Cowherd, even though he's a bit of an idiot sometimes. No shots fired, but Yeah. You know. And yeah, we just kinda we just always thought of like how big like what we could do and like how we could have an impact on it and stuff like that. So we are very opinionated people. Like yes. very, we are very oh, especially we are. all of our friend group. If we cause I feel like we eventually if we keep going with this, we will bring in a lot of our other friends. Yeah, and we're going to, like, depends if on a lot, guys... Me and Josh will always be there. Yeah. Yeah, Um. like, and if you guys ever want to um, give suggestions on, like, who you want to hear on the podcast, just please, like, DM us. Like, you can put it in the comments, stuff like that. Like, we can try our best to get them on, you know what I mean? Yeah. But um, and if any of you guys want to be on it, then we'll we'll take that into consideration. We just want to make it an enjoyable listening experience. That's all. Yeah, and you can you can come and chat with us for a bit. But um, the last question is from what Blake Blake Watson. Um, how old are you? Well, I am. I'm 15, turning 16 in almost in almost less than a month. So. And I'm also 15, 20, 16. We are born in the great year of 2004. <laughs> when Greece won the Euros, which is really weird. Greece won the Euros, which is really weird. But, um... Was it mean... Olympics 2004? There was. Yeah, so. Athens. Greece. What the hell? Oh, Greece is <laughs> the greatest country in the world in 2004. Greece, Greece's year was 2004. But, um... No point in hiding it now. I mean, is there anything else you really want to discuss? I mean, 
I'll tell you what, I really need to get outside. I do. Yeah, so do I, probably. Like, I probably won't. I mean, I do have tomorrow to do that. Yeah, and I do it's have... always tomorrow. Or always the next day. Or the next day. But, um, I mean, do you want to just wrap it up there, I guess? You could. You could. Wait, 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 wait. I'll tell you what. So, I've been thinking, all right? All right. <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> what are you? What are you doing? All right, so you know how Culture Two is very long. Yeah. I spent my hard-earned five minutes that it took me to make this, but I made a better track list than it actually was. So I bumped it from like twenty-four to ten, and I feel like if it was ten, it would be better than the original Culture. So this is a talking top. You want to talk about Culture Two now? I guess, yeah. Culture Two is disappointing. Oh yeah, I mean everyone. Well, how long was it? Twenty-four songs, like that's like Aaron forty-five like minutes. Like that's the length of a movie, man. Like I'm gonna that's sleep. I'm gonna fall asleep halfway through that. Yeah, and half the songs are boring. So I I narrowed it down to ten songs, which includes um, uh, Walker Talker with Drake, White Sand, Travis Scott title that's sign, Sean. Motorsport because it was really popular. Oh, You'd be sport? stupid not to have it on. Notice me as Post Malone, songs like that, like you know, just the bangers. Narcos, Narcos is Narcos, like bubble. Okay, we can't say that kind of stuff. But uh, you know, um, I just reckon, yeah, I'm just spitballing now. And um, you know, um, the weekend's album After Hours went platinum today. Really? Yeah, in like three weeks. Which is insane. I'm not. I think it was closer to four weeks. Like a month. I love that song, "Blinding Lights" by Post. Uh, not, like I was like gonna say Post Malone of the weekend. Yeah, I feel like that song is just really big, and like, like he dropped the single for the album as well. Like that, he was destined to get um, streams anyway. But I feel like with "Blinding Lights," he like brought in a whole new audience because I've heard half. Of the, I've heard half of Australia listen to it. Oh, like, it's on the radio. Every, everywhere you go, you hear that song. So you know he's going to bring in other audience. So, oh, The Weeknd is dropping it out because The Weeknd is a well-known artist. We all know oh, that. Yeah. What, what was but, his you most know, popular song? I Can't Feel My Face. Song. I can't feel my face when I'm with you. Mm, mm, mm. But I didn't, I know, that, I didn't mm. know that was The Weeknd. Oh, I didn't know that was The Weeknd. I thought that was someone else. Yeah, I don't know why. Pretty based. But, um, I mean... Yeah, Weekend's making his grind real. He's, also, he's bring- um, Lil Uzivert has not been one on, number one on the Billboard because of the weekend. So, you know, March was just a big time to drop, I guess. Yeah. Because so Lil Uzivert dropped and everyone's like, oh, man, he's going to be number one for like 10 weeks. And then the weekend drops and you already know it's game over at that point. Game over. Boom. Shut down, boy. Because nah. he's got a million streams or a million sales. In four weeks, which is insane. I think he's got like 250 every week then. Yeah. Which is ridiculous. It's crazy, man. Also, I'll tell you what, I'm also excited for J. Cole's album. That's coming. When is that coming out? Because oh, I'm really keen for it. It's coming out this year. That's all we know. Oh, this year. Oh. Ooh. I mean, I hope. Because it's mean... called The Fall Off, and I didn't know this before, but I went Dream... back and. I like the like Dreamville, Dreamville, what is it? Whatever that was. Revenge of the Dreamers 3. Yeah, that's a good. That was that was good. I did not like the, I did not like the deluxe version of it. I think I feel like there was only three good songs in like eighteen or something. Yeah. But you know, um, I I went back and listened to KOD and didn't realize the outro song was called 1985, Intro to the Fall Off. 
did not know that. This is the fall off is what it's called. But I did not know that's actually like what it meant. So he's been like looking deep into this. And I feel like if J. Cole goes in and just like raps, none of that KOD KOD was good, but I feel like what he did on most of his features the last couple of years and what he did what on the dream so- thing, if he just went on the fall off and rapped, it would be the biggest thing. And I feel like that would make him a certified top five artist at some point. Like yeah. he's already a certified top five artist, but I feel like his case for his case in like all time is going to be up there, especially if he keeps dropping good albums after that. But you know, yeah, I liked on um, what is that see. song? Motivate. Motivate's a good song. I tell yeah. you, um, ATM. I ATM was a good ATM, song. Yeah, that was really big on like NBA. I swear that was like on that on the NBA ads for ages. Was and, it? Yeah, I think it was. Kevin's Heart's a good song. I haven't heard that one. I haven't it's, personally listened to War of KD, but um, no, I, I haven't either. But I've just you know heard the most of the big songs. Yeah. Also, I tell you what, um, what, oh, what was it? <laughs> oh, Playboy Cardi, um, had one of his songs leaked today. What song? I'm not too sure what it's called, but um, it was leaked today, and apparently we we, we were supposed to get whole lot of red this month, which is Playboy Cardi's upcoming album. If you didn't know, but you know, apparently we were going to get it this month. But now that a song is leaked, he might have to delay it another month or two. But, you know, we probably weren't going to get it in April anyway because that's just disappointing. Yeah. I mean, it sucks, but, you know, we just kind of have to move on, move forwards with it. Like, he's going to drop it no matter what. So, hopefully. Well, I, hope, I hope so. Like, our buddy. I feel like so. we need it at the moment. You know, tough times. You know, just come gives, bless us. Gives buddy. Come, to, come bless um, us. Gives people something to do, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, is that something? I think we can wrap it up now if you want. Yeah, let's just wrap it up. All right, too easy, guys. All right, thank you very much for listening, guys, as always. If you have anything you want us to talk about, please let us know by commenting on our Instagram posts on, and following us on Instagram at the Adolescence Podcast or personally DMing us if you want something else to us to talk about. And I hope you guys have all had a wonderful Easter and we will be, we are very sorry also that we haven't been uploading as much. We just had <laughs> things going on and um, we'll try to be uploading at least once a week. But we, I think we have, we have a scheduled time for seven o'clock or like, no, not seven o'clock. Sorry. Saturdays sometime on Saturdays, I'll, the episode will be recorded and uploaded for you guys to listen to. So even though it's Sunday, cause we attempted to record it last night and it just didn't sound good. We had a yeah. couple of other people on it, but the sound didn't, wasn't all right. So we just thought, you know, we'd record the next day and you know, yeah. we'll, we'll try and make it Saturdays for you, but if not, we'll let you guys just, know. Just one of the days on the weekend, hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. But, um, with that, I just want to say thank you guys for listening and we will see you guys in the next episode. Goodbye. Take it easy.